Hey guys, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. Before we begin today, I wanted to run a quick ad from our main sponsor, uh, me. <laughs> the best way you can help support this show is by leaving a rating and a review anywhere you're listening, but especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps all the algorithms and all that stuff, but more importantly, it helps more people find our show. So leave a rating review and share with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to Stephanie Garrison. Now, beyond being an amazing fitness instructor and opening up her own branch of a gym, she is an amazing and just joyful person. We talk about things from whether ketchup should be in the fridge or not, all the way up to following your dreams. I know you're going to love this conversation with our friend, Stephanie Garrison. Stephanie, how are you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> doing so good. Good. Thank you so much for being on Maybe You're Like Me. This is so much fun for me. I am so honored to be here. So thank you. Yeah. So, okay, let's just, let's dive right into it. I'm ready. Stephanie, what is your favorite yoga pose? Oh, goodness. <laughs> just kidding. Wow. Here we go. Um, it's called Shavasana and it's a resting position, which okay. means you literally lay flat on the floor and close your eyes. <laughs> I'm really good at it and I love it. And I love having my clients do it as well. <laughs> I don't know what that pose is, but it's now my favorite. Yeah. Uh, my favorite before was child's pose. but Oh, that's good too. It opens up those hips, those seats. <laughs> and if you rock side to side, it's called laughing baby. You... Uh, immediately went into uh, like instructor voice and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. I was calmer for a second. Right. That was fantastic. I, I can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> In child's pose, I'm always like, okay, wait to seat, seat to heels and stretch it back. And you're feeling that coming through. I, I actually just fell asleep for a second. Thank yeah. you. That was calming. Now then come to a spin class and it's complete opposite. <laughs> All right. So um, we just jumped straight in. So yep. anybody listening <laughs> that like, doesn't know you is like, is going on? who is this lady? <laughs> what is going on right now? Um, so Stephanie, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. I'm so happy you're here. Um, so let's let's get let people know who you are so they're not completely lost for the rest awesome. of all of this. So, okay, great. All right, so who is Stephanie Garrison? Well, today it is a big different answer than it would have been about four to six weeks ago. But That's my awesome. name is Stephanie and I am the owner of the Balance Culture Winter Haven, which is a women's fitness studio. It's our second location that we're opening in Winter Haven, Florida. Our first one is here in Lakeland. Okay. And so um, career wise, that's where I'm at. For the last 19 years, I've been at Southeastern University, which is our alma mater, but I've been working there um, in student development and I've loved that. But this is a new lifelong dream that is coming to fruition. 37 years later, and I'm going to jump into it and take it. And so I, I am all about empowering women and empowering people. I love people. And if I can bring them together in a space and help them remember their joy and their confidence, I'll do that. And it just happens to be through fitness. That's awesome. Yeah. So I've known you for about 
18 years ish yeah. now. Does that, does that yep. feel right? Yeah. Um, and when I first met you, uh, we met through a mutual friend and, um, I knew you as I, were you working in Southeastern at that point as well? Or were you well, a student we were, still? I was a year older than you as students. Are you, so, are you still a year older than me? I think so. Probably. <laughs> I think the yeah. math checks out. I don't feel older though. I feel everyone's <laughs> catching up to me. I'm okay. like, Oh, I thought these people were like eight years difference. And they're like, Oh, you're two years younger than me. Oh, I'm fine. Um, but yes. Yeah, so I was still a student when we met uh -huh. and then I started working at Southeastern in 06 when I okay. graduated. That's fancy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I knew you as like, you've always been like a professional mm. E style person. Thank you. And, uh, you were always an adult. So. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, I also remember, uh, uh, back then you were very much as much of an adult as you were. Mm. Um, you were very much, uh, a dancer as well. Like yes. you've like led a bunch <laughs> of dance things that I've seen and that's super fun. Uh, what kind of dance are you into? Yeah. So I started dancing at three years old Okay, and, um, I just remember walking into my first dance studio thinking, this is the coolest thing. How can I do this every day? And now like it's a full circle moment, 34 years later uh -huh. that the Lord's saying, well, now I'm going to give you generations of women to empower That's in cool. that same kind of studio. And so I've done tap jazz, ballet technique, acro hip hop point. I was in a ballet company. I toured, I competed. Um, and I stopped really dancing uh, when I came to college and then I picked it back up for a few years, made a dance program. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, you just hit 29, 30, 32 <laughs> and you're like, I don't need to be on stage anymore and I'm not moving as fast as I used to move. Um, so now I choreograph for uh, shake and bake, which is a traditional dance at Southeastern for all the leadership boys to come on and, and do a little spoof of a dance. Uh, and now dance has turned into fitness. And so even tonight I'm teaching a hip hop fitness class at balance culture. That's awesome. So the ladies will come in and for 50 minutes, we'll just pop lock, drop it, shake it, you know, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I think you were the first person on the podcast to say the phrase pop lock, block, drop and shake yes. it. And, uh, so congratulations. You're the first <laughs> on that you. one. So, uh, yeah. So you're in like a big life transition phase right now. I There's uh, you got some new stuff ahead of you and yeah. uh, just from the outside, it's fun watching like how eyes wide open you are mm. going into this and how much fun you're having Thank making you. this transition into legitimately a whole new career and yes. life path. That's awesome. Yes. Whole new. Okay. So, uh, so you're uh, in charge of this uh, fantastic, uh, studio gym mm -hmm. is the fitness center. Yeah. Okay. What, one of those, but it's, uh, you're doing that. But for those of you, uh, who don't know Stephanie or uh, want to get to know more about you right now, uh, what is your highlight reel? Like if you were trying to impress me, like who, like, who's like real awesome, Stephanie, like what's your Instagram reel? Sure. Because if we're going to get past the Instagram reel, we got to start with the Instagram highlight reels. So. Yeah. So well, me and social media have an interesting relationship. Uh, when I was 29, I made a list of 29 things to do in my 29th year. That That's was awesome. literally eight years ago. And one was to go off social media for that year. And I did because back then social media was like affirming people through a double tap. And I was like, use your words, tell them what they really mean. Like, yeah. And so I just went off social media. And then I've always been on this journey of how do I do this? Oh, I'm a little behind. I'm really, I don't care about that. Okay. I don't need to post, but now as a business professional who is in the fitness industry, social media is important. It's changed a lot. It's showing yeah. like, what are you selling? What, what do you, what is your story? What do you mean both professionally and personally? And so if you were to go onto my Instagram, 
I've tried to condense who I am, what I am, you know, trying to learn all these things. And with my college students teaching me stuff, you need to do this real here and post this. I'm like, this is exhausting. How do people do this? But anyways, um, all that to say, if you were to go onto my Instagram, you would first see the Jesus in me and for you, mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Hello, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Okay. So any game day, it's all Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little uncanny. You're, I was born uh, and raised in Buffalo, so I am <laughs> true and true a Bills fan. Good on yes. you. I I'm happy for you. I'm the guy with sports that like I just hope everybody's having a good time. So I don't care. And that's <laughs> the best thing about Buffalo because we've been in a, a little rut for the last like 25, 30 years. You know, it and happens to the we best have of highs us. and lows. Go to the Super Bowl four times, lose all four times. To be honest, I've also been in a rut for the last 25, 30 years. So <laughs> have we all at some point? You know. Um. So Jesus, Buffalo Bills, the balance culture, um, empowerment, and quotes to remind you. how to get through your day. And then recently I've found my niche. Um, Every few Fridays I do. What are our grown up friends doing in their adult lives? Okay. So I actually wanted to talk about this a little bit because you're more or less doing this podcast, but just via Instagram stories. Yeah. And so uh, you ask questions like uh, when you load your dishwasher, are your knives up or down? And so we do a round like that at the end. And uh, it's very much like, wait, are other people like me? And so yeah. I love that about your Instagram stories. It's super fun. It so. has been such a cool surprise because there's one, a lot of engagement, which is important <laughs> in the social Absolutely. media world, which I'm learning. And I'm telling people like, oh my gosh, I'm having all these people participate in these polls. But it's funny to see who puts their ketchup in the fridge and who doesn't. Now, and who okay, let's talk about that one for a cheap. second. I think the back of the uh, ketchup bottle says you're supposed to refrigerate it. Are you not? Okay, so- 94% of my population that engaged into my poll said, <laughs> I put my refri- my ketchup in the refrigerator. But then think every restaurant that we go to, that ketchup bottle sits there all day, every day, overnight. Listen, it is special restaurant ketchup that we don't <laughs> sure. think about. That Sam's Club Costco brand, you it know. It sure does. But- also, they're going through ketchup a lot quicker than I am. So that is true. So but it's just like I was like, is this like a mental thing that we maybe were all raised? Like you just put the ke- the ketchup in your refrigerator. But then we go to the restaurant. We're completely fine with it. And now I'm questioning, does my taste buds like cold ketchup or room temp ketchup? You've better? been conditioned. I know. Literally. I, I was actually I told my wife this morning uh, I took our son to school and I uh, I've conditioned myself now that it's my treat for taking my son to school that I take a a mug of coffee with me and I have the coffee on the way back, but I forgot it this morning. And so I'm so conditioned to have my coffee that I was like legit sad, had a little pity party because I didn't have my, uh, my coffee or maybe my, my ketchup was too warm. Exactly. So at the end of the polls, I always ask what questions do you guys want to know next? Literally Uh five people said, well, what do you do about your pancake and waffle syrup? So that's the next one. Do you put that in a pantry or refrigerator? Listen, you know? by the time that this comes out, uh, we I want to know what the results are. Yeah, please post for that. For sure. Everyone needs to know. <laughs> and please answer the polls. Uh, for those of you listening, are you putting your pancake syrup in the refrigerator? I did for a long time until I looked at the back uh, on the label. And it's not required. It doesn't say it. Yeah. So uh, my wife was like, why are you putting the syrup in the fridge? And I just thought it's one of the things that like you see it done so often <clears throat> exactly. that you just don't know. And yeah. so 
Yeah. So all the you things. Are, you're just breaking social norms. I know. I'm, and I'm so excited. I might become an influencer. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Stephanie, this is so, so cool. Thank you for being here of again. Of course. All right. So uh, you've listened to the podcast, you know, kind of what we're doing yeah. here. So we're going to start with the first date round. Okay. And uh, when I was, uh, when I've been writing my book, the thought of the first date is, is, are you like me? And so you're asking yeah. questions, trying to figure out like, is the person that I'm talking to, like, are we compatible? And so, mm-hmm. and so let's try to figure out maybe if we're like, maybe if okay. we're putting ketchup in the fridge or yeah, not, for sure. but <laughs> just for fun, what is your favorite fast food meal? Oh, definitely McDonald's breakfast. Oh, absolutely. Like no doubt. There's something about a McDonald's diet Coke or Coke, whatever beverage we prefer. McDonald's does Coke better than anybody. Coca-Cola, by the the way, not, not the other stuff. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's on the backside of the McDonald's sometimes, sometimes. you know, but it's like the bubbles and the hash browns. Those are definitely, I'm always going to have a diet Coke and a hash brown. And then I'm really not just in a consistent, this is my sandwich I get, but Mm -hmm. I will not do a McGriddle. I don't like the flavor of sweet, salty syrup, all in one thing. I Do like you think just it's because they leave the syrup outside of the fridge. Exactly. Probably very could be <laughs> very possible. Or I just think of like, maybe as a child, when you would like douse your pancakes so much in syrup and it was mm-hmm. just like, that's yeah. that ASMR, you know, like that, yeah. that feeling and noise. Um, it's probably just not why I like it. So I'll either do sausage biscuit, chicken biscuit, or when they had the bagel sandwiches, mm. those are my favorite. So McDonald's bring them back. My like, so if we're going to talk about uh, fast food breakfast growing up and it's like a food memory for me now is uh, McDonald's pancakes. And oh, so on like, that little plate that mm-hmm, that little like kind of ovally mm-hmm. squared off uh, or rectangly right. plate. The uh, so when we it was basically road trip food, we didn't do McDonald's breakfast very often. Yep. And so if I could get like a McDonald's plate of um, pancakes and the fun thing now is my kids are like they're getting to the point where they're actually eating. But for a little while, like that was like, oh, we're going to go on a road trip. Let's get McDonald's breakfast yep. on the way out of town. Mm. And um, I would do that. And so the boys wouldn't eat their pancakes. And so I was like, like yes. yes. And so it. you just roll it up and it's like a little mini yes. pancake taco and you just eat. Yeah. your. Oh man, I'm, I'm hungry now. Yes. Do you want to leave and go grab some for McDonald's sure. breakfast? It's before, oh, well, it is 1115. So now we're into lunch. <sighs> well, I think they're doing breakfast all day. They brought it back. Uh, McDonald's. If you're listening, we would like some pancakes, <gasps> please. please. And uh, the yes. bagel thing. Yes. So, the bagel. Sandwich. McBagel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, mine's a little different than yours. Okay. Again. So mine's a food memory thing, but uh, growing up, there is a, uh, a fast food chain called Whataburger uh, in <gasps> yes. the central United States. And so for me, people like they hate on me for it. They're like, it's, it's just a, a fast food burger. And honestly, it's just a fast food burger. But for me, it's Christmas because mm-hmm. every year, all of my extended family lives in Texas. And so we would get Whataburger like once a year. And it was like, this oh. is special treat food. Yes. And so for me, Whataburger, uh, it's a, a just a hamburger with yes. a cheese, cheeseburger. But I love it so, so much. And so I actually have a memory of you because of Whataburger. Oh, so yeah? back when we were in college, Whataburger was up on the north side, which Absolutely. is now a dentist, yeah. but it was Whataburger. Which hurts my heart a and lot. I remember you were literally like, okay, we're going up to Whataburger. And like our friends were like, it's like 
okay, sure, go. She's like, you're like, no, I'm just going to Whataburger. And so I was like, <laughs> Mike Burns and Whataburger were always in my mind. And then when they closed, I was like literally praying for you because that was part of you leaving Polk County. It, and I'm surprised it hasn't come back because I feel it could do so well now. I feel like I would personally keep it in business if they came back yes. down. Um, if you'd like to talk about this afterwards or if anybody yeah. would like to know more about why Whataburger left the state of Florida, we can talk about it. I, I have insider information. And, um, are you willing to drive to the Jacksonville one? I have, um, actually like a real fun, cute story back when Katrina and I were dating, Mm -hmm. uh, it was our, we were, we dated for a year before we got married. And so, uh, it it was my birthday in our first year of being together. And, um, she took me to a concert in Jacksonville, but she picked the concert in Jacksonville because she knew there was a Whataburger (gasps) there and then we could do the concert and then Whataburger stay open 24 hours a day. So we got Whataburger on the way back to, Oh my gosh. um, Yes. I'm marrying this girl. Yeah. It was like like fat kid me's dream. I was like, this is fantastic. There is it spicy ketchup or tangy ketchup? Spicy. Yes. Okay. That ketchup is so good. I love it. You heard it here first folks. This is a good ketchup. Yeah. Back to ketchup. Here yeah. we go. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay. But that is uh, hermetically sealed. So, oh. so that's not going bad anytime soon. No. The vinegar in there is keeping it fresh <laughs> for you. Yes. Um, all right. Moving on. Let's get out of that. All right. Do you remember in the uh, late nineties, the movie, the matrix? I do. I've only watched it probably one and a half times. Okay. Um, so Uh, This is a question kind of based on that movie in the middle of the movie. uh, They're in a computer simulation Mm -hmm. and oh, the spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen the matrix (laughs) from 1999. (laughs) Yeah. You're really, uh, you're really late on this one, but spoiler alert. So in the middle, uh, they have to fly a helicopter. And so he says, Hey, uh, Joe, I don't remember the guy on the computer's name is, but Hey Joe, uh, I need to learn how to fly a helicopter. And so they like download how to fly a helicopter into uh, Keanu Reeves brain. I think it's amazing. Or, the girl Trinity. Um, but okay. So if you could matrix yourself, any skill or ability, what are you going to download into your brain Mm. in this moment in my life? Oh, there's also that famous line. I know Kung Fu. So that's, that's in my brain. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say this sounds probably kind of nerdy, but becoming or knowing how to be a general contractor because right now in the midst of building a business, the construction world is on a little bit of a delay, Uh a little bit too much of a delay for my liking. Um, And I'm like, Every day I'm like, okay, do I need to learn about plumbing, electrical, HVAC systems? Do you, I need to be the project manager for the construction company? So if I could just have that downloaded into my brain to be able to just whip out a studio like that and knock down the walls and build it right back up. I would love that. I, I want that for you. Thank you. Now, like you could be the general contractor, like the one in charge, but do you want to be the one who's like hammer wielding? Like nah. you want to chip gains it up to be like, maybe the first <laughs> download is general contractor. Okay. Then I'll really see, Oh, these people really can't do it either. Okay. Now that's my second download. Boom. Okay. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, man, mine was way less imaginative. I did, of things <laughs> that I thought you were going to answer to that question. General contractor was not even anywhere near the right? top of that little, list. Yeah. A little nerdy. Oh man. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, mine, I don't even know what I would think of now. Like mm-hmm. I want to make a fun one now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. General contracting isn't that fun. general contracting. I don't want that for my no. life. Nope. Um, <laughs> I, I very much hate that stuff, but I've lucked out in life. I've got friends that have like so many different skills and trades mm. that I don't have to know things. And so I'm, I'm grateful for those friends and it's, it's not on me. Yeah. I, 
I, it stresses me out even thinking about it. So it probably stresses yeah, you it, thinking it, about it yep, right now. Literally every <laughs> night when I go to bed, <laughs> but it's okay. It's totally worth it. <laughs> but yeah. And you guys are getting close to it. We are. Oh man. I'm excited for you. Ooh, we're excited. It's going to be great. All right. So this question is 1000% uh, directed at you because okay. uh, I know what you you've been doing. You've been leading these classes uh, yeah. with the uh, balance culture and you are uh, all over leading some fitness classes. Uh, what is an embarrassing moment in a fitness class that you're willing to Ooh. share. Oh yeah. I bet you could write a book on this, but there's funny ones, especially like even client stories or things like that. But I think, you know, as you instruct, you've, I've been doing this since I was 12 teaching classes as a dancer, yeah. you start by teaching the little two or three year olds, you know, so yeah. you learn rhythms and voice and tone and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you when you did I'm, it to me earlier, and you're right? just like, oh, we're exactly. in the child's pose. <laughs> you just, Everything is calm. Now you can breathe deeply. Everything's okay. Well, I just, I just walked out of my job. You just got it. There yeah. you go. You're hired. <laughs> oh man. I just matrixed myself <laughs> leading a fitness class. There you go. Uh, no, but the you know, the, laser on the, water. <laughs> the waterfall is flowing everything. I think that makes somebody pee themselves though. If I kept talking about water like I'm that. I'm not sure many would want to close their eyes while during that time. The waterfall? The waterfall. Like uh, keep one eye open. <laughs> like what's the water going is on? rising. It's flooding. <laughs> Everyone get out. Save the children. Ah, there's a fire. Okay. You okay. got your job back. I'm out. Okay, great. So. Perfect. I'm back in it. But in classes, like after almost 20 years of doing it, you kind of know how to multitask and some days are just busier. We're all still humans. It's not like we're machines teaching these classes. Yeah. And, and so I remember probably about five years ago, it was just a busy season in my life. And I got to the studios, turned on the music, just started teaching and yeah. it was a bar class, no mm -hmm. big deal. And we're talking and I'm going through and I'm starting to count up. Well, at the same time, I had already taught probably two or three classes that day. Okay. So verbally I was at my max of my yeah. capacity mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, what's going to, what's going to happen for dinner? Oh, I need to go to Publix. And so I had been like saying my counts or whatever. I'm like five, six, seven, eight, pulse one, two. And I just stopped <laughs> because I was like literally making my Publix grocery list and thinking about dinner and everyone just started laughing. I said, guys, I am so sorry. I was just thinking about what I was having for dinner and the whole class laughed. And then like they started yelling out what they wanted for dinner. And it, it was a sweet moment, but it was in a professional moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was literally like a seven second, like dull moment in a fitness class that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. The other time was when the mic went out in song two of a spin class Oof. and the batteries were gone. And so there was no like replacement batteries. So, sure. you know, you just got to do a high impact hype spin class with no, no <laughs> microphone. That was cute. You're just yelling at people <laughs> yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Um, I think, I, and this is, I don't have an answer for this one because I don't lead uh, fitness yeah. classes, but I, I think I'd constantly be scared of pooping myself or <laughs> um, just like farting like yeah. audibly and just like destroying the classroom. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and sometimes that happens in yoga naturally. You're moving you know, your body and mm -hmm. changing every you system know, and... I think my classes would not last though. <laughs> this is, but they might be popular because of that. You know, you just got to be free to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Literally, <laughs> literally.
Really? All right. So uh, that was the first date round. You did fantastic. Thank you. Oh, Proud good. of you. I'm still going on this. So that's great. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're moving into another round. This is the slow round. This okay. is less uh, matrix and more who you are on the inside. And okay. so um, uh, I've known you for a while now and I know you've got layers. And yeah. so um, you are on the outside, like just some extremely fun and positive. Um, and I know we've all got uh, stuff on the inside and mm. we've all got dreams and hopes and fears are all working yeah. out. And so let's kind of talk and lean into some of those. Perfect. So this one is, it's kind of a fun one, but what's the greatest adventure you've ever been on? Ooh. Okay. So, hmm. I would say a literal adventure that I would always think of and remember of six of my girlfriends and I went to Hawaii for That's 10 fun. days and we went the first week of March, 2020. So Excellent. from literally March 1st to March 10th, we were in Hawaii living our life, doing everything, experiencing everything together, loving it. Um, also having like 10 days of rest that in our current careers at that point, yeah. ha we hadn't done that. And so it was so special. And we literally landed back in Florida on March 10th. And by March 13th, um, I had sent all of like our students home by that point because of COVID. And so it was just like the shift of the world. Yeah. But yet thinking back through, it was probably more of an adventure even after we came back and processed yeah. all that was going on. But Hawaii is such a beautiful place. Yeah. I literally, anytime people ask, I'm like, you literally walk out in the air and it kisses your cheeks. <laughs> and that's literally how I felt the whole time. I was just like in awe. There was moments we did these hikes and I was bawling because of just like mm. the beautiful creation and detail of the world that when you're in your zone, your place, your city for so long, you just get accustomed and comfortable. Yeah. And then you go to another place and it changes different. There's mm -hmm. moments of uncomfortability, but when you're also at a place that's like healing or quiet or just something special like that, you're like, Oh, that detail matters there as much as it did in my own life back home. So yeah, just the change of pace. Mm -hmm. And for all of you listening, uh, via the podcast, I would encourage you to watch the, uh, YouTube on this because Stephanie's entire countenance changed when she started talking about <laughs> the beauty of Hawaii. Like she legitimately just brightened up Literally. like 45%, yeah. maybe 50. I don't know. The yeah. math, the <laughs> math is unknowable, but, uh, like getting that change of pace, getting that change of life and mm -hmm. getting to explore somewhere new and somewhere different. Uh, Florida uh, for all of its beauty and stuff is flat. Yep, and uh, exactly. the, one of the cool things I've heard about Hawaii is even though it's like a small Island, there's, there's so much different and change. So much. And it, you, yes, you just go to so many different elevations and places and communities and everything is so different, but so similar. And mm -hmm. so that adventure is something I will always remember because it was also like, um, a dreaming and breeding ground for the adventure that I'm in now. That's this awesome. whole part of transitioning my life at 37 years old, going from, you know, higher education in Lakeland for the last 19 years to now owning a business, moving to Winter Haven, just flip-flopping my whole life. Yeah. But that is all still similar of mm -hmm. empowering people has just been the next adventure. Yeah. So, uh, this is a non-important, uh, detail on your adventure, but I've heard that Hawaii has incredible and amazing food. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what was the best thing you ate in Hawaii? Okay. So I am a huge donut girl. I okay. love donuts. Okay. Like no matter what kind of donuts I still would do even Dunkin' Donut, um, 
munchkins. Yeah. No, I'm p- kind of graduated from the real donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. They're just a little too much. You're just so mature. Um, I'm yeah, so right. proud of you. <laughs> but I love hole in one. I love trying every city I go is yeah. donuts. Well, in Hawaii, they're they're called malasadas Ooh. and they're hot, soft doughy donuts. And sometimes they can be filled and sometimes they're just like sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, they have malasada trucks all around. Okay. So literally every day for <laughs> 10 days, sometimes twice a day, Absolutely. we went to every malasada stand truck storefront and tried every kind of malasada. Yeah. And that was beautiful and amazing. And then the other thing, um, on the North shore of Hawaii mm-hmm. is, um, a breakfast place and spam and rice and eggs is a huge thing. Sure. And so a spam breakfast sandwich was my next favorite thing that I still think about. Was it a mixed spam uh, breakfast sandwich? It McDonald's? Was, no, no, you know, it was literally <laughs> like they probably popped open the can of spam, cut it and then sizzled it and fried it up yeah. with a fried egg mm-hmm. cheese on this fresh like bread. In Hawaii, while the the air is kissing my cheeks. (laughs) Okay. So that was one. um, Yeah. uh, Food on like tropical islands is it's next level. Um, That some of the best fruit I've ever had uh, a a long, long time ago went on a trip to Fiji Mm. and uh, Mm. somebody like knocked a mango off a tree and it was the best mango I've ever had. And the pineapple, ridiculous. Yes. I I could talk about food for way too long. Let's not. Same. Let's not. But (laughs) all right. So on that same trip, what was like, the most exciting like experience you did there? Oh, okay. So, um, we went to this forest and it's where all the movies are filmed. That's cool. And you literally, it's, it's an excursion. So you're jumping into this little bus and they're taking you through, but you get to learn about all the movies that were filmed there, but then you're let go for about 30 minutes of your own time to just Mm -hmm. walk through and find the natural waterfalls and find this moment. That's awesome. And I don't know if it was like probably towards the end of the trip where I had already experienced so much. So emotionally I was vulnerable. I was like thinking through new dreams and, Oh my gosh, this is my life and what's going on. And so I just remember in that moment, just finding a quiet space for myself and just praying and one, thanking God for that opportunity, but two, just praying for what my future was going to be from that moment on, because I had been so encouraged and changed in that trip, but it was so beautiful too. And then you're just seeing where like, Ooh, okay. This actor stood right there. So am I. And (laughs) that's where Jurassic Park was filmed too. Uh And so you get to like, they have this simulated dinosaur that like chases after you. So you and your friends literally, they're like (laughs) three, two, one. So you start running and then they take this film and at the end they give it to you. And it's this dinosaur coming right after you. So you look like you're in the movie. That's awesome. So it was like a full on experience of every part of anything you would think Hawaii was. That's awesome. Um, that you kind of mentioned it too. Like you had that moment where you were just thinking and dreaming, like sometimes just being outside of your own Mm -hmm. space, your own comfort zone, even if it's in like a a very comfortable place, it's cool getting to just like step back, uh, in the not routine of your life and dream out big things. Uh, Another question that I was going to ask later, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask it now because just talking about dreams, thinking about dreams is, uh, what's some dreams that you have for your life that you've got to accomplish? Like Mm. it's cool that you're getting to do what you're doing. But what are dreams that you haven't accomplished yet that you're you're working towards and and moving towards? Yeah, I'm really proud of how I've gotten to 37 years old. Um, So my 
A lot of my story comes from what happened when I was in high school. My dad was killed in a motorcycle accident my senior year of high school. And I think that's such a crucial spot of our life. At 17 years old, you think you know everything and yet you know nothing. Yeah. And in an instant, my world became a statistic. You yeah. know, I had a great family growing up. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, brother, me. And it was awesome. And literally in a moment, everything changed and we were a single family home. And I knew Jesus in that moment. And I'm so grateful that I did. But I remember in those first literal three weeks of grieving, which you don't really know how to grieve or what to grieve at that point in your life. But, you know, you're you're figuring it all out. And I remember waking up one morning and God saying, you can be mad at the world the rest of your life and it's going to be okay. They're going to understand. And, you know, I'll still take care of you. Mm -hmm. But if you choose joy and use this story to empower others and help them to remember what they can be in this moment of loss or hurt or Mm -hmm. um, anything like that, I will honor and bless your life forever. And I just remember waking up thinking, okay, one, that was the first time I literal, like I heard the Lord's voice, but two, I'm not a mad person. I'm not mean. I don't like frowning. Like (laughs) I just, I, I don't like being mad. And so I couldn't carry that kind of hurt or grudge against God or the world or traffic, you know, my whole life. And so I said, no, I I have to use this story. And of course, over the last 20 years now, it's, it's grown differently and I've matured as a woman and I've known, but it's so special because part of that moment in my life, in my story, people now say when they're going through loss, does this get any better? And I can truly honestly say 20 years later, I am so grateful that I had that opportunity to go through all of that because I trusted the Lord. I've gotten to see so many more people find love or joy or redemption or recovery because of moments of my story that might've just changed something. And so I think it also then expands your dreams of, okay, you know, you're 17 years old and you have this dream and I did, but then life changed. And so now I had to figure out this new dream coming away to college and, um, you know, doing Southeastern and Lakeland and all of this. And so my dreams got bigger and then I met more people that filled up more parts of my life. And so Mm -hmm. then you keep going and now I'm sitting here. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I did all of that because I said one yes to joy and not to being mad, you know? And so it just keeps the doors keep opening and I'm grateful for that. And I think moving forward, the dream of being a part of now winter Haven's community, I'm equipped for that. You know, I'm a product of Southeastern and I love that, Mm -hmm. but it's also because I've been equipped to now go into another community and say, Hey, this is what I want for you. And I believe this over your life. I'm going to speak it over your life and I'm going to teach you a little bit of fitness in between it. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just for, uh, just for fun, if you could dream out 10 years from now, who's Stephanie, like what, what's like a fun dream that you're, you're chasing towards and like, what are you doing to take steps towards it? So I think I've always had a business mindset, even as a little girl, I was running my own dance studio out of the garage. I was doing Kool-Aid stands and popcorn stands, like at the end of the driveway. And that's literally been the core of my life forever. And so the thought of transitioning now into business ownership and entrepreneurship, um, is step one of what the next 10 years are going to be. My goal is, you know, by in 13 years, 
at 50 to be at a point where I'm able to give 90% back to of what I'm in, making is my income back to the world somehow. That's cool. Um, and potentially just living on an island somewhere, you know, <laughs> okay. opening up a bed and breakfast. Um, that is my ultimate end goal yeah. of like just literally serving people. I love cooking and cleaning for people. So I think this is step one of building a brand within our balanced culture, life and mm -hmm. style, um, creating studio two to see what that could become. And yeah. then me as the, the business side of things, continuing to help Ruthie, our owner and founder into that. Um, but then with the fun side of it is always hospitality. So 10 year goal is to have a bed and breakfast in a tropical place. That's awesome. Serving the papayas, the mangoes, the ketchups, <laughs> warm or cold, you know, the donuts, all of that, um, to people, because I think yeah. that's the most fun thing ever. So, uh, I didn't bring this up earlier. Uh, when we met, uh, I, I called you like an adult because, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you had your own apartment and like you, were already one of the most hospitable people mm. that I've ever met. And so you saying that like, that just like checks yeah. every, I remember like your, your apartment was decorated really nice. And I was like, like, I've got like a poster of, um, <laughs> like a goofy movie. I don't have yeah. any <laughs> decoration skills, Thank you. even still like this isn't, this is not helpful at all, but like, even now, like decorating my house or whatever, I thank God for my wife because mm. I, I lived in an apartment for so long that I was scared to like put anything onto a wall yeah. that now I don't know how to put anything on a wall. So <laughs> like interior decorating, uh, like hospitality, yeah. it's, it's not my extreme strong suit, but you are custom built for that. And Thank so you. if you're looking for validation, uh, <laughs> for you. validation from uh, a podcast that that's, Thank this. you so much. You are, yeah, that's you're custom built for that. I think I've loved being an adult since I was three years old. Like the minute <laughs> that my parents taught me how to fold and a sheet or make my bed. I was like, I want to do this every day. I love making my bed and I still love making my bed. And I love making space <laughs> for people to come in and eat and be comfortable. And so thank you for affirming that. Yeah. You will be a rock star, uh, bed and breakfast owner. Thank and, you. uh, me and my wife will come and visit Perfect. and Great. Uh, eat the donuts. There you go. I'm honestly in it more for the donuts than anything else, but yeah. I'm here for it. Same, <laughs> so. same, same, same. <laughs> All right. So there's one question that we like to ask everybody on the podcast. Okay. And, um, it could be as silly as, uh, learning general contracting or, uh, as serious as making life-changing moves, mm. but what's something you're learning right now? Ooh. Okay. So with, um, the special delay into construction, mm -hmm. um, I have a little bit more free time in my hands right now, yeah. uh, kind of semi-retired for a few months, but you know what? That was cute for three weeks for my <laughs> business brain. And I'm like, I need to do something. So I am working with some of our local friends, Hillary and Jason DeMeo mm -hmm. on just helping them project manage their art shows. That's awesome. So our friend Jason is a local artist mm -hmm. here in town and I am learning everything about the art world. And it is very fascinating and oh, yeah? something that I have completely never even learned about canvas and paint, like the actual part of yeah. the materials and the logistics that go into it and the space that's needed. And then the thought process. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. So it's a whole new appreciation to learn someone else's craft that I've never been in. Yeah. Um, but then also learning how they manage and process that system. So it is wild. Yeah. A, a whole world. Like, and I think even listening to some of your other podcasts with Lancer Bump, you talk about being a creative and creativity and mm -hmm. 
I love like the thought of the definition of creativity, having no boundaries and anything, if mm-hmm. it's even in business or just your day-to-day schedule, but knowing like being an artist and their creative mindset. Mm-hmm. And I am very fascinated and encouraged to be like, that is strength. That is having boldness. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Yeah. I like, I like it that how you're learning is through curiosity mm-hmm. that this is like a, a dumb thought maybe, but I think about it often is everybody's doing something that I'm not doing. Yep. And so like on this table, like somebody made this microphone. I don't know how a microphone yes. works, but somehow me like talking loudly enough mm-hmm. into this thing goes into a computer and then other people can, how, how does that work? Right. It's, it's beyond me. And so the fact that there's other people out there who know so much more yes. than I'll ever know about something. And I might know a little bit more about something than any somebody else yes. is it's weird. And it's cool that we've all got our things that like we're, we're doing and we're making and being. Yes. And because of that, beautiful things happen in the world. I agree. Um, even how you just said how the microphone works from talking into it to going through this little cable and then out and you guys are hearing it. I think of the traffic system, yeah. like a red light, green mm-hmm. light, yellow light, like how the whole world, or at least the United States try to follow this process. Yeah. And it works most of the time, but I'm like, someone thought of this. Someone mm-hmm. thought of the roadways, the byways, the highways, the driveways, you know, like, yep. I was like, oh my goodness. There are some smart people out there. There are. I'm happy for them because like, there's just so much that yeah. I don't want to think about. No. And same. so and it hurts my brain trying to even think about thinking about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> even those smart people on QVC selling us those little gadgets that are smart and I wouldn't have thought of them. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we need people. We yes. need other people. And so I'm happy that you're learning something new, a new skill, a new. Yeah. Um, is there any certain kind of paint that you enjoy more than others? I haven't gotten to that point yet, Ooh, but are you trying I'm to excited. Paint? No. Why not? Uh, well, it's only like week two of doing this. Listen. So, you know, but I am ready. I'm embracing it and I've, I've learned a lot, so I should just try it. <laughs> I believe in you. Thank you. You can do whatever you set your mind to. Okay. And honestly, it's probably going to make me angry because you're just going to be like, oh, let me, let me try to paint something. <laughs> and then it's like Mona Lisa, but four times better. But I really like straight lines and to-do lists. And so I'm like, oh, I could just paint the canvas one color in one line. And that's my art. That's probably <laughs> like some like weird, cool, like cubism, right. like something like you're like a master at yeah. it somehow. And <laughs> just because of the way of who you are, it's like, this is the best masterpiece ever. Thank you. And Thank it's, you. It's, it's waiting inside you. So go there ahead go. and well, maybe it'll be on my Instagram um, like next week or something. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. uh, everyone get over to <laughs> Stephanie's Instagram and check Perfect. that out for sure. Oh, so real quick, before we get into the final round of questions, what is your favorite painting? Of Jason's or in general? Just in general, in the world. Hmm. I don't even know if I could appropriately answer that in the paint world. Listen, I have the elementary answer and I just love it. It makes like, you know, how like there's certain times there's art. It just makes you feel something. Yeah. I love Starry Night by Van Gogh. Okay. I know that's cliche. No, I think. And, and I'm, I'm here for it. You I know? am for that. I think. Thank you. No, I've, I definitely support that. I remember as a little girl in art class, I loved Andy Warhol. Okay. I thought that was so cool that Mm -hmm. that was art Mm -hmm. for squares that all were similar and different at the same time. Yeah. So I would say if I had to give an answer today, it would be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it just because you like uh, tomato soup? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) And growing up in Buffalo, you had a lot of tomato soup. So there you go. It's probably a comfort. And you know what? 
tomato soup is almost ketchup. Ketchup. It's all coming together. <laughs> this is fantastic. I hope my tagline on the the YouTube channel says ketchup dot 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 and ketchup whatever. Queen. Other, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll make we'll make something. Yeah. We'll we'll so, workshop it in a minute cute. here. Yeah. All right. This is the final ground uh, round. This is the common ground okay. round. You got your marker. You got I'm your ready. your uh, note cards there. You know how this is going to go. Now we are uh, we are very close to Halloween right now. Okay. And so um, we are we're going to go a little Halloween to start this thing off. I'm uh, ready. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Would you rather fight a zombie <laughs> or a vampire? I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. You gotta fight somebody. Here we go. Three, two, one. Vampire. Okay. We went vampires. Look at us. Buffy, look at there us. There we go. Um, why did you choose a vampire? Um, because zombies are just scarier and I just don't want to be around them. So mine was more of a tactical thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like zombies, like they, they're just chaos to me. Yeah. But like, if I can somehow figure out like a silver bullet situation or some garlic yeah, um, true. or get them in some sunlight. Okay. Um, what is that? What's that old hair product? Uh, sun in. Oh yeah. I think if you squirt them with sun in, they die. <laughs> there I'm, you go. I don't know if that's true or not, but it feels, it feels right. I think I would feel more confident fighting a vampire and I don't feel, I feel maybe my confidence relates to my strength. Then, you know, like if you're not confident, I wouldn't have as much <laughs> strength to fight off the zombie. I'd be like, okay, I'm sorry. Let's talk through this. Um, and I don't know that they'd be up to that. I'm going to throw this out there for myself. Not for you. You're very smart. I don't feel like a zombie would want to attack me for my brains though. Okay. Not much going on up there. So uh, maybe I'd be able to get away a little easier. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, okay. um, that's it. yet to be seen, but I feel like with uh, zombies, except for blade, I'm nerding out right now, but I feel like I did blade the, um, the cartoon or the comic book character. He had a silver like sword. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know that. Yeah, answer. No one knows uh, <laughs> okay. all you comic book people <laughs> and or Wesley Snipes fans. Please don't be angry at me. I don't know. Oh, I've never seen Blade either. So oh, I've seen it, but I don't think I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I don't. It was kind of dark. So, OK. Do you enjoy scary movies? No. Yeah, me either. Like, so like <laughs> no. anything like zombies, uh, The Walking Dead. It's it's no. not my scene. Yes, agreed. So uh, vampires. Uh, I like Count Chocula. Um, so I yeah. and the Count from Sesame Street. Oh. Um, I subscribe to all three homework channels. So that's where I'm <laughs> at at the, my viewing pleasure. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so, okay, let's put it in, in context for you. So um, a, a girl goes back to her hometown, which happens to be Transylvania. Yeah. And uh, she falls in love with a shopkeeper um, mm -hmm. and he teaches her that uh, you need to drink blood to survive. Yeah. And that's there the story of Halloween. So sweet. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right. There we go. Woo. Moving on. Woo. All right. Uh, for dinner, would you rather mm. have delivery or go to a sit down restaurant? The world has changed a lot. This might have changed your um, your answer a little bit. I'm going to do this right here. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Sit, sit down. down. Look at oh. us. Just sitting down together. Yes. Um, now, here's a question for you. Um, on a date, would you mm -hmm. rather be sitting on the same side as your date or looking at your date? Looking at my date. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and Especially uh, on a first date. Yeah. That would be so awkward to sit next to each other. Yeah. I would feel even more anxious and nervous than already walking into a first date. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. 
<laughs> we are not similar in this. <laughs> not, not yet. We'll get there maybe. Right. No, I'm, I'm definitely a, a cross uh, kind of gal. And then I'd have like my neck would ache mm-hmm. the yep. whole night. And how do you like eat and talk and stuff? There's only one so version of this that it makes sense to sit next to each other is if there's a show or something Agreed. happening. Right. But outside of that, you yeah. you got to you gotta look them in the eyes. Ex- give yes. them the old stare down. Yeah. All right. We are back at uh, Halloween okay. again. Here we go. When it comes to candy. Oh. Are you going fruit candy or are you going chocolate? I feel like this might be our differentiator because oh man, you never know. You going? Oop, I dropped my cards. Everything's okay. This is a hard one. <laughs> I'm such a literal person. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, I'm trying to get my cards back together. Here we Three, go. Two. Three, two, one. Oh, you went okay. chocolate. I went fruit. And I only went chocolate because you said it was Halloween candy. Yeah. I like Halloween. I always think of like Kit Kat, Twix, the mini Mm -hmm. Snickers. Like I like chocolate in small amounts and Halloween. It's always like the bite size. Mm -hmm. The rest of my year, I'm in a fruit candy. All right. So you said Kit Kat and Twix. What what is your like favorite uh, chocolate? Oh, peanut M&Ms from the refrigerator. Oh, so now we're (laughs) refrigerating things. Okay. So I feel like I've been lied to. I always have a a big shareable bag of peanut M&Ms in the fridge. And every (laughs) night I'll take like... One to five. Okay. <laughs> and just like, that's like my sweet for dessert or something. But uh-huh. when they're cold, I don't know. It's like extra crunchy. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I can, I can uh, get down with some peanut M&Ms as well. I've never refrigerated them, Ooh, but I'm going to give it, it a shot now. Yeah. Do you eat um, chocolate? I, I'm not a huge chocolate person. Yeah. So like for me, if I'm getting candy, I want something uh, like, give me a um, Skittles or mm. Starburst. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where my heart, heart lies okay. really. So on the, on the candy theme, and I almost gave away my answer on accident for this next one. Okay. Are you ready for I it? I am ready. All right. Are you a, a red vines girl or a Twizzlers girl? This one, I am not a girl, but I have my answer, uh, for this one. And here we go. Three, two, one. Twizzlers. Yeah. Look okay. at us. So Twizzlers and peanut M&Ms, whenever you have to fill out like info, she's like, what's your favorite candy? Twizzlers and peanut M&Ms mm-hmm. are the two things that I always put down. Yep. I love Twizzlers. They're so good. Yes. And they're sneaky. Um, That's another snack. Uh-huh. How can you just have like two bites of licorice, like two like mm-hmm. sticks? No, I don't like licorice. Like I, okay. I almost did like a disgust one. Do you enjoy candy corn? No. Yeah, no, me either. I was going to do this or that. That was either uh, licorice or candy corn Mm. and like not like Twizzlers. Twizzlers aren't licorice. Twizzlers are like strawberry candy. So you think of like black licorice. Yeah, black licorice licorice is what I think of licorice. Good and plenty. I don't. Okay, so that's black licorice with a candy Mm. coating on the outside. It's like pink and white little mm -mm. pills. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I like that they're pills because to me, that infers that that it's like a chore. Like I have to eat these good implants. No, I actually like that. I wouldn't just choose black licorice, but it doesn't disgust Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, no, that one is like that. Both of those are me being punished. Yeah. Okay. Like if (laughs) (laughs) I won't give you any, thank you. Yeah. No, I won't share my candy. Thank you. That that's one of those things that's this. So like, uh, I think about this every now and again, like I hate when people are like, you have to see this movie. I'm like, no, I don't. I, you, I might enjoy that movie, but I don't have to see that movie. And so people are like, no, you have to love licorice. And I'm like, no, no. no." And in my brain, it's just more for you. So you you get to enjoy your, you're allowing those people who love it to often have the opportunity to buy it more. I'm going to let you, 
you flourish in your space yeah. and I'm going to be eating my Twizzlers and Skittles. Yeah. So, and so, and more, uh, more Kit Kats for you. Exactly. So. Live it up. This is the last one. Okay. Uh, it is not Halloween themed All nor right. candy themed, but uh, we are uh, actually in hurricane season right yes. now. Yes. And so I just read this morning. There's one heading this way. It happens when this comes Ooh. out. That that, that is that, yeah. in ancient history. Right. But, <laughs> but um, so don't don't get your yeah, weather don't worry, on. Sorry. <laughs> Delayed. Don't worry. It's past. It's over. Um, but would you rather, uh, uh, if you're hunkered down, hunkered down is a phrase that gets used a lot in hurricane <laughs> season. Uh, if you're hunkered down, are you going board games or card games? Ooh. I feel like hurricane time is time to pull out the games. And so, mm, um, my family has been doing a bunch of these recently, so I've got, I've got opinions. Okay. So here we go. Three, two, two one. one. I went card. You went board, board games. So we went three out of five. I'm okay. proud of that. You that should be proud good. of that too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, on board games, what are you playing? What's your go-to? Ooh, Scrabble. Okay. okay. I've been playing Scrabble since high school and okay. in youth group, we, um, started, um, like a Thursday night dinner thing. And we would, I would make dinner for all my friends in high school and then we would, yep, right back to it. <laughs> and then we would play Scrabble, yeah. um, every Thursday night. And I love it. I love word games. I love wheel of fortune. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. So Scrabble's my top board game, but then I love the classics, like literally, sorry. Um, absolutely. Candyland, Hungry Hungry Hippos, okay. uh, Apples to Apples, which could be like board or card. That's a card game. Card, you're thinking, I was thinking more like dealing cards, you know, like. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, yeah. So, so what's your what game? I was thinking about was like, like, I love me like a game of Uno. Yeah. Um, uh, my boys recently got a, it's like, it was six or eight decks of like different games. So mm. we're playing Old Maid all the time. Oh, yeah. We're playing uh, Go Fish, yes. Crazy Eights. Um, like just like memory Those flipping card good games. Classics. Yeah. And, um, the boys are actually like really good and really ruthless at Uno. Um, like to the point that if it's a, um, like a skip card, like they're, they're main with skip cards oh. and like vindictive. And it's, so it's like, if I was like, uh, if I had to be a mean parent for yeah. the day, like dad's getting skipped. I'm, <laughs> I'm, what did I do? Aww. I'm sorry. I made you eat your, your green beans. They know beans. how to use it. Yeah, no. So it's, uh, they're scary. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> I love Ugh. it. All right. So one more time, Stephanie, thank you so, so much for being here yeah. and being on Maybe You're Like Me. Um, for those of you that out there that want to get to know Stephanie a little bit better or yeah. want to know about the balance culture or anything, Stephanie, where's a great place for them to get to know you? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Steph Garrison or at the balance culture. And I'd love to connect with you um, around town or on uh, social media. And thanks so much for welcoming me to your table. But Stephanie, thank you so, so much. Yeah. This has been legitimately so much fun for thank me. You. I'm happy to have known you for as long as I have. Yes. And uh, thank you for being honest and vulnerable here. And I can't wait uh, to be at your bed and breakfast. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Yay. Thank you so much. With all that warm ketchup. Ooh. <laughs> I'll keep some in the fridge too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's catch up. Oh, I think we just found the name of your bed and breakfast. <laughs>